Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Troy, joined as always by Jay for our roundup and review of NXT UK. How you doing mate? I'm all good. Good I was there. Just finished watching um, the show, so should be fresh. Fresh, fresh in your mind, yeah. It was decent this week. Um, we had the uh, NXT UK Heritage Cup match between Nathan Fraser and Noam Dar. Um, we also had the big women's gauntlet match for the number one contender um, and a few other bits and pieces in the middle. Um, before we crack on with it, listeners, if you don't already, give us a follow on social media. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. We're on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod and we're also on Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. You can get involved in the conversation on both of those channels. Uh, so yeah, do give us a like, uh, share that out, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbours. Right. NXT UK, let's get into it. Uh, opening match, Heritage Cup, Nathan Fraser against Noam Dar. This came off the back of the Supernova sessions last week. Um, I think Noam Dar was kind of hinting that he wanted a match, but then Shah Samuels accepted on his behalf. Um, so that's why we're getting this. Uh, straight away into round one, um, lots of exchanging of holes between both the men. Neither one really gaining a clear advantage. Um, Dar gets cocky. Uh, evading Fraser's attack on the ropes. Um, the round ends um, with Dar smashing Fraser with an elbow uh, on the rope as the ref's trying to break it up. A little bit of a dispute as to whether it was on or it, after the bell, but it was It was well after. after the bell. It was definitely <laughs> after. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm just going to the ref. Ref, ref, check for the D, for a KO. Like, <laughs> after the bell, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the opening round like was pretty much a stalemate like neither really came out of that looking stronger than the other kind of a, a lot of sussing out uh round two a bit more of a physical start to kick things off um dar goes for the north sea baseball slide fraser rolls him through uh tucks him in for a roll up and grabs the first pinfall within the first minute um that physical start kind of a lot of forearms a bit of back and forth um and then, yeah, just a trade-off of a few kind of roll-up attempts and, and Fraser manages to get the upper hand, like I say, tucking him in for that first win. Um, Dar then goes into his corner at the end of the round and is pissed off with him, chucks his fucking, chucks his towel at him, calls him a dafty, says he wants Shah Samuels instead. Um, we then go into the third round, a really quick start to the round. Fraser hits a drop kick straight away and then follows up with a standing shooting star. He gets a two-count off that. Then lo and behold, Shah Samuels comes out Grabs the corner man, kicks him up the arse, and tell him to tell him oh, to he jog on. To them, didn't he? Absolutely <laughs> bullied them. Fuck me. Uh, Fraser then gets knocked down off the top rope by Dar. Um, I think he's going up for, I don't know, he's going up for something. But basically, Dar kicks his legs away. Um, that knocks him down to the mat. He gets a two count off that. Then Dar begins to kind of gain the advantage. Um, then slowly, methodically, starts beating him down. Um, a lot of those stiff kicks that that he does. 
Um, Fraser manages to catch one of those and then comes off the ropes, hits that. I think it's like a reverse DDT. Doesn't go face yeah. first. It's not back first. It's I, I never know what it's called. I just call it that because that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, I um, can't remember what it's called myself. Yeah. Uh, oh, she has the hero's welcome. The oh. Hero's welcome. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. Uh, yeah, he goes up top, uh, but Samuels distracts him. That allows Dar to then get up, meet him up there. Fraser knocks him down. He's about to go for the splash. Takes a second or two too long, and the bell goes for the end of the round. Then into round four, uh, Fraser hits a huge shotgun drop kick straight from the off, then uh, springboards off through the top rope. Um, Dar catches him with a kick, and then a big, sharp back elbow picks up a two off that. Darlin sets up in the corner from the Nova roll. Fraser counters with a roll-up, gets two off that. Fraser then goes for that um, same thing again. Um, I've forgotten what it's called already. Thing off the ropes. The DDT. Oh, the thing. hero's welcome. Hero's welcome. I'm going to have to note that down because I'll keep forgetting it. Yeah, it goes for that again. Uh, but Dar this time catches his leg uh, and manages to tap Fraser out with a heel hook uh, pretty quickly. Um, Dar's really good at this because didn't he do that a few weeks ago? Was it against... Was it Tyler Bate? Tyler Bate came came off the rope with that springboard thing where he kind of yeah, and he comes off his shoulders. Mid -air with it. Caught in midair, yeah, really, Drop really cool. Champagne supernova. That's it, yeah. Um, so yeah, Dar wins uh, wins round four. Then into round five, a big exchange of punches to open up the round. Fraser goes for a series of weird looking roll up attempts. Uh, gets several two counts. Dar does the same. Gets a couple of two counts of his own. Fraser then hits a modified spinning neck breaker. Gets a two count off that. Uh, Dar hits him with some stiff kicks, whips Fraser into the ropes. He then slides underneath onto the apron. Uh, Dar catches him with a right, which sends him down. Um, sorry, Fraser catches Dar with a right. That sends him down. As the referee is checking on Dar, Samuel goes to grab grabs the leg of Fraser, but he boots him away. Uh, Fraser then jumps up, goes for the springboard sent on. Dar then follows up with the Nova roll uh, as Fraser's getting up and, and recovering, and then gets the final pin to win the match. Very good. Very fun. Yeah, really fun match. Um, I, I'm getting the impression this is like just the beginning of their feud. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, is it? No. It's good. It's, it's nice to see Nam Dar wrestling again because we picked up on it a couple of weeks ago. I was um, quite surprised he won, actually. I was as well. Very much so. But it's good. I don't think it hurts Frazier too much. Like There was obviously no. the distraction of Samuel, so that's fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's good. Good to see. Uh, and I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Uh, after this, we get, for some reason, the Gallus and, and Rampage segment from last week just repeated. Almost to remind us that we will be getting that match at some point, but not yeah, this week. Rampage and Wolfgang beat yeah. the piss out of each other. <laughs> There's had a pretty deadly vignette. Um, this was excellent. Really, really good. Yeah, just going over um, kind of when they debuted and people didn't really know how to take them and didn't know what they're about. And they were like, people question, can we be pretty and deadly at the same time? Like, yes, boy, of course we yes, can. Yes, boy. Side plate, Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Just kind of highlighted their, their rise to the top of the tag team division um, and just basically said that they're here to have a long and dominating reign. And I hope they do because they're bloody good. Yeah, they're so they're so entertaining. Like again, I was I was one where I was like, don't really know how to take these guys. But as soon as you start like seeing like the some of the shit I was really do and <laughs> some of the, like, just some of the innovative offense as well, you have it, they're yeah. just such a good team. Yeah, very very cool. Um, yeah, if if you haven't seen any of their matches, 
go back and watch a few. Um, even though one where they won the tag team titles, uh, really, really good. But yeah, excellent tag team. Go and check out some of their stuff. Uh, we then go to the performance center, and Daddy Trent is giving dad advice to Jack Stars because he's cut up about Piper Niven not being oh, there. Oh God, they're doing a fucking romance angle. Aren't they are, are your favorite. You love romance angles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam Gradwell then approaches um, and just says, you're not a founding father. Why are you trying to do the father thing to Jack Stars? Why are you trying to give him advice? You're over the hill and you're overrated and just starts kind of prodding him and pushing him. Trent just snaps and absolutely clubs him in the side of the head. Jesus, the noise off that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that like, that's going to happen what? soon. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a really fun match actually when it happens. Um, we've said it certainly the last few weeks. Um Gradwell's character, if you like, gimmick is a bit annoying, but he is really, really, really good in the ring to watch. Um, That's the and, idea, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. His whole gimmick is he's the thunderstorm because it ruins your day. It's like, yeah. <laughs> he's just fucking balanced, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, but now it'd be cool when we when we do eventually get that match. Um, we then get Levi Muir against Mark Andrews of the newly formed subculture faction who have got new ring gear and new intro and they've stolen NWO's Instagram filter and everything's black and white and like a lower frame rate. It's a bit weird. It's literally like a fucking, like Michael Cole trying to explain skateboarding and shit like that, isn't it? (laughs) That's the way it's been portrayed. Like a little bit. Like, Oh, he's a skater. He's so cool guys. (laughs) If this was maybe 15, 20 years ago when people were listening to Avril Lavigne, you might have been all right with it. When Tony Hawk first came out. When Tony Hawk came out, yeah, well, even more than that, then, like 25 years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. We were, we were knocking on this the other week. Um, I know. I like the entrance music, though. The entrance music was fucking. Yeah, banging. the entrance music was cool. I just. I don't know about the presentation. It's just a bit. It's a bit much. It, it's a bit try hard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, which it, to be fair, which is exactly the sort of vibe that I get from Mark Andrews anyway. She's yeah. a bit of a tryhard. Yeah, he's a bit of a tryhard. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact they were like, oh, um, they formed this faction because they all belong to different subcultures. Danny Luna is punk rock, and Flash Morgan Webster is mod, and Mark Andrews is is a skateboarder and, and, and likes music. But, it, what subculture is that? It, it's literally like Mark Andrews at the moment, they're trying to turn him as like Darby Allen at home. Darby, like, Allen. Wish Darby, Darby Allen. Allen. Dar- Darby Allen's like got this really cool, like unique edge to him. And obviously he's got the skateboard thing and he's just got like this weird charisma to him that makes him so compelling. Mm. And they've seen that and gone, oh yeah, we, we could have had that, but we didn't. We, we've, got, <laughs> we've got him though. We've got skateboard. <laughs> Can you skateboard, pal? I'm, right. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for Mark Andrews to come out with a fucking skull half painted on his face. <laughs> coughing, dropping people. <laughs> oh, God, please don't. The, st- the stun dog millionaire is bad enough. Um, so, yeah, Mark Andrews. At least the one he hit in this match made sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it did. For once. Yeah. For once. The only time. Uh, a quick start from both men. Exchange of holds. Um, both standing and on the mat. Andrews catches um, Mule's leg. Sweeps him down, hits a standing moonsault and gets an early two count. Uh, Mule then off the ropes, it's a big power slam for two. Uh, both men exchange some chops and forearms. Um, Mule gets Andrews up into a torch wrap, but he manages to fight out for that. 
Catches him with a couple of forearms, but then gets caught off the ropes with a big shoulder charge to the ribs. Uh, Mule then follows up with a springboard suplex off the top rope. He then gets rocked with an insiguri and like a sort of reverse 619 off the ropes to his back. Um, he then goes for the springboard suplex again, but Andrew reverses into the stun dog millionaire, which it looked cool. It made sense in that situation. Yeah. In, in that situation, it does. It's when he like literally is basically saying to his fucking opponent, go on, suplex me. I dare you. Do it. Like, well, do it. Don't do that. That's a silly thing to do because he's going to fucking stun dog millionaire, isn't he? <laughs> uh, he follows then up uh, with a dive to the outside of Muir who rolled out the ring after the stunner. Um, he rolls him back into the ring, hits a huge shooting star press uh, onto the back of Muir and picks up the win. Uh, not a bad match. Like Andrews Muir looked like an absolute beast in this. Yeah. They need he to keep really booking did. him strong, like big and powerful. They're doing, they're doing what they did with um, Jack Stars, aren't they? Where the like they had him looking good against people, but still losing. Yeah, and yeah. eventually he's gonna win, get the win, and start like getting a push. I think. Yeah, he should do. He's awesome. He looks, he looks great. He's yeah, he's, he's a um, really good wrestler as well. Former powerlifter or something, I think. So yeah, yeah, he's thick as. But yeah, this is a cool match. Um, Andrews is never gonna lose this going into yeah. it, like debuting as part of this kind of new faction. Um, but like you say. Mule didn't come out of that looking too bad. Uh, so it was cool. Uh, after this, uh, Amal uh, wants to get in on the gauntlet match after taking out Zyra Brookside last week. Sis Scarlet says, no chance, love. You're not going to be in a match, but I will give you a match. It'll be against Zyra when she's cleared. Amal's ticked off. Um, we then get a little bit of a sort of backstage video package um, after Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams match from last week. It was just Amir being kind of helped to the back by the referee with some some sad music over the top. I feel like we're going to get a couple of these and we're going to get like, I don't know, like an interview of him and him reflecting on his time in NXT UK or something like that. Yeah, um, quite cool. Did you see the thing he put up on Twitter? No. He put like a video up, I think it was in the middle of last week. It was it was after the match, but before the episode of NXT UK, basically. Right. Um, and he basically said he needs shoulder surgery. Um, oh. Or he... He might need shoulder surgery. He's waiting on the doctors to get back to him. Ah. Uh, I mean, looking at his shoulder in that match, it was like black and blue by the end, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> he had yeah, like man. nasty bruise on the back of his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought this was really cool. Like the way it was shot, like showing me like kind of going through like the five stages of grief. Mm. He was walking out and then to the point where he had to be like carried out because he could, he was like that distraught. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only gripe I had with it was I would have liked to have seen Kenny Williams maybe commenting on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they could they could have even done it where like the where they did that thing a while back where um, Sam Gradwell was watching a vignette on his phone mm, as it was, mm. and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that when he just started like cutting a promo on it. They could have done that <laughs> where like Kenny was watching it on like a TV and just being and a top shit house, like, being an absolute piece of shit, like fake crying and laughing about it and <laughs> being a being an absolute scumbag. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll get some of that in the weeks to come. I, I imagine Kenny Williams, when he's back on NXT UK, is going to have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Um, after this, we get Akid and Tyler Bate facing off ahead of their Heritage Cup match. Um, both of them just basically sort of discussing why the Cup is important to them, what it means to them. Um, Akid was saying, uh, what was it he said? Uh, something along the lines of like this cup kind of uh, 
not completes him, but sort of solidifies him. Like it belongs to him. It belongs to him, and it's yeah, it's kind of a a reward for his hard work and this, that, and the other. Both of them were kind of showing shades of grey in this promo. I thought, like, yeah, yeah, they both both of them were teasing that one was going to like turn heel on the other. Mm, mm. Like A Kid was very like sort of arrogant when he was talking, and then yeah, Tad Bate was very like cocky, and he was going, "Oh yeah, you're just keeping that warm for me and all that." Yeah, yeah. Um, Bate goes on to say, um, he was like, "Like I love the Heritage Cup. It's it's everything that wrestling is, and it's everything that I believe in, like in terms of wrestling uh, and wrestling, and it's kind of purest and at its core and stuff like that." Um, Bate says that A Kid doesn't have the experience, like the big match experience. Um, Akid says uh, he's always been chasing Bate but the difference is now he's the champ and Bate is chasing him and Bate says he's wrong he's not chasing him he's in his own lane and he faces, fails to see the bigger picture and that's where he'll fail eventually um, Bate's winning this isn't he surely 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 I, see I kind of want Akid to retain it because I feel like he's done a really good job of like solidifying that like yeah, solidifying the Heritage Cup is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they love Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates needs he, he can't have the NXT UK Championship because that's Volta's and that's always going to be Volta's forever. Forever, he's the real forever <laughs> champ. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I say I say that it, it Tyler winning it kind of like frees up Akid for bigger things. I think and like. Mm. He, he could legitimately be like one of the guys you'd consider to take that belt off Bolter. Yeah. Um, after their especially, match. Especially after ago. their match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just fucking awesome. But yeah, I, I want Akin to retain because I really, I really enjoy what he's doing. And mm. I think that with his, with like his sort of like style, he, it really complements what he's capable of. Like, obviously, he does like the sort of striking game. Sometimes he'll do the submission game, he'll do fast pace, yeah. he'll slow it down. He, he, he really can like to be everything. like an all rounder in the Heritage yeah. Cup stuff, um, but yeah, I think I think Tyler's like a lock to win this. Yeah, saying that, I mean, we thought that a certain someone was a lock to win the Gauntlet match, but stranger things happen. Well, um, just before that, we get a quick announcement for next week's episode of the Supernova Sessions, uh, which will feature Ilya Dragunov. That'd be good. Oh, <laughs> did you notice Nigel McGuinness's constant comments throughout the night about the Supernova sessions like the first one in the evening was oh the Supernova sessions is why Peacock uh, bought the network yeah. and then <laughs> the next one that he said when this one got announced he was like oh the Supernova sessions is the reason that Jonathan Ross started getting into chat shows <laughs> Jonathan Ross is old enough to be his granddad behave yeah <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to stick your cancer charities. 
And then, yeah, speaking of the women's gauntlet match, we get that uh, as the main event. I think they gave this like a good 20, 25 minutes, uh, rightly yeah. so. Uh, it was really good, really fun. Uh, the opening match of that gauntlet match uh, is Isla Dawn against Amelia McKenzie. Um, McKenzie controls much of the early going with chin holds. Um, and then Dawn attempts to create some separation, but McKenzie hits her with the swinging net breaker. Dawn eventually managed to gain some advantage in the corner, uh, hits a few kicks, uh, double knees for a two count. Mackenzie digs deep, picks up the pace a bit more, regains control, uh, hits that spear that she does from the corner where she kind of front flips herself over into it, which, to be honest, I don't think it does much. Just just hit a spear. The amount of it, time it takes yeah. you to set your feet after you've come off the corner, you've lost any it, momentum you had. It only looks good when Moose does it. Yeah. Or when yeah. Bobby Lashley does it as well. Bobby Lashley does a good one. But yeah. it look it looks good. What I'm saying is it looks good when someone who's like an absolute juggernaut hit it, not like not when yeah. well, I, I think that first spear anyway, like it doesn't look good when someone small is hitting it. Mm. It's meant yeah, for me, like a spear is it, a big impactful move from a big impactful yeah. guy well, or girl. It's from an American football tackle, isn't it? So it's yeah. like you 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 expect like it, it's it's meant to be that you're like cutting someone in half with it. Yeah. Like, if Danny so, Luna did it, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. She's stocky yeah. enough to like, kind of... Like, when Charlotte off. hits it as well, it looks shit. Even even yeah. to a degree when Edge hits it, it doesn't look great. Yeah, yeah. Although, Edge, when he was back um, for that Roman feud, was hitting some fucking banging spears. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, after that spear in the corner, um, yeah, she gets a two-count off that. Dawn then hits a half-and-a-half half suplex uh, and picks up the win. Uh there goes everyone's pick of Mackenzie because I thought we had her, yeah. didn't we? I I was very surprised by this. I thought um, I I, th- I thought maybe she was a she, well when when she went first I thought is she going to go the distance? I surely not. Mm. But then when the fact they were making such a big deal out of the mystery person, I was like, okay, well. Yeah. Maybe maybe Mackenzie's not winning this, but I didn't expect it to be first out. Fuck me. No, like, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, um, I mean, I mean, she she made the good, she had a good show on herself at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after this, uh, Danny Luna comes out, um, immediately hits a big pump kick and a couple of really good looking suplexes. Um, hits a fall away slam, follows up with a shoulder charge in the corner, gets a two count off the exploded suplex. Uh, Dawn then evades the shoulder charge in the corner, which sends her into the ring post. And then off that, she quickly rolls her up and gets a really, really quick victory. That came out of nowhere. There goes their subcultures momentum they got. <laughs> Lasted all of what? It, about it, 15 did you, minutes? Did you know, Troy, that Danny Loy, uh, Danny Loy, Danny Lo- Luna is a punk rocker. Did you know that? Is she? Yeah. You know, I know you didn't mention it much, but did you know that? That's a surprise to me, mate. I know. It's, <laughs> it's closely guarded secret in res- the wrestling industry, mate. You'd have thought she'd be part of some sort of diverse alternative like, faction. Like a subculture. Like a subculture, yeah, yeah. You'd think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So then we get the special, the secret entrant, the the <coughs> replacement for Zyra Brookside, and it's the the end boss Mako Satamora. Um Dawn takes it to her immediately. So one, Satamora's one thing I break. will say which was really good because mm. it's something we've criticized like on the WWE network. They've done it where they've had spoilers in the like sort of thumbnail. Yeah. They, they really, really guarded who this was like yeah. 
you, if you if you were look, doing the scene selection thing, you'd see it was Mako Satomura. Mm. But from from me just like hit and play, I had no idea it was Mako. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had the main coming because I was yeah. like, well, she's the only one who really makes sense. Saying, there aren't many other people Valkyrie. that yeah, there aren't many other people that they could interject into that anyway. Could have, could have put Stevie Turner and she's 4D. Um, she's in 4D, yeah, yeah. In 4D. Um, okay, no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I credit to them where they actually like guarded the fuck out of this one. Like, mm. they, unless unless you're like, as I say, unless you're like going through the scenes of like you wouldn't have had it spoiled for you if you just hit yeah. play. Yeah, so, yeah. thanks for that, guys. Yeah, well done. Makes sense them actually doing it for once. <laughs> So yeah, Dawn takes it to her as soon as, as Satamora tries to get into the ring, um, catches her of the drop kick <clears throat> on the ropes, knocks her to the outside and goes to work on her there a little bit, uh, rolls her back in, picks up an early two count. She keeps on top of Satamora um, for a moment until she manages to fire up. Satamora then responds with some kicks in the corner. They then exchange some forearms in the middle of the ring. Uh, Dawn kicks out of uh, a palais kick um, by Satamora, gets a two count off that. Um, she then misses the sort of handspring like knee strike thing she does where she, she backflips off the ropes and catches them with that. Dawn manages to capitalize on this, hits a pair of Saido suplexes and then the Golden Dawn, which is essentially the Meteora double knees um, and gets a two count. I thought that was it there. It was all yeah. in really quick succession, the Saido suplexes because she's finished a few people off with the Saido in recent weeks. And so I yeah. thought, oh, okay, they're, they're getting this over as her finisher because Carrion Cross doesn't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, gets a two count off that. Um, then she isn't misses... it um, Saray's finisher? Mm. Not like oh, weird, it is, like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the one where she like grabs him by like the collarbone, not by like yeah. like it's a high angle one. Yeah, yeah. Um, she goes for the double knees again. Mako eventually manages, uh, sorry, Mako hits a, a short DDT and then that shin strike, like backflip handspring thing off the ropes. Uh, Mako hoists up Dawn um, onto her shoulders. She turns that into a roll up attempt for two. Mako then transitions the armbar that she locks in and rolls her over into a roll up and picks up the victory. It was good. I like that exchange. That was a, a fun. They've got really match. good chemistry, haven't they? Those two, yeah. like yeah, they, they really, we really are, have. We had um, was it Mako's second match? Was against uh, it was yeah. Or was it a debut? A debut it was wasn't it against mm. I, Um Was it? Yeah, I think I'm sure it was a debut because because the second match was Kaylee, right? Oh yeah, and then Eva Valkyrie. Yeah, and she okay. had uh, Danny Luna as well, where she like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, she got beat by. Kaylee Ray, she just murdered Danny Luna. Yeah. To get a fucking fear back. <laughs> fear. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is fun. This is really, really good. They've got great chemistry, like you say. Um, mm. I'd like to see another match between them. Um, they I, made Isla Dawn feel like a really big deal in this. Mm. Not just this little match, but this whole gauntlet match, um, knocking out probably a lot of people's pick in that opening match and then beating Luna yeah. in very quick succession. I get the impression that Isla's probably going to keep feuding with Millie McKenzie. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like Millie, they're like trying to build Millie up to be like the person who dethrones, not Kaylee Ray, but whoever beats Edson, Kaylee Ray. The person who will dethrone Kaylee Ray. Mm. Yes, I agree. Uh, then we go into the final uh, of the Gauntlet match, Maker Satamora against Ginny. 
Uh, Ginny starts off really measured. Um, there's like a, a bit on the ropes where, he asks, where the referee asks them to break uh, and gives a really clean break. Um, you said just before we started recording, like it's kind of a bit more of a show of respect, I think, to, to make us more, mm. which a lot of the, the women's division have shown. Um, yeah, she just came across very calculated and slow and methodical in her approach. Um, she has a lot of the early offense, a lot of the early advantage, um, just keeps her grounded with like a lot of headlocks, chin holes and stuff like that. Um, she goes for a few pinning combinations, keeps a really steady pace, keeps up a lot of those holds. Satamore eventually manages to get back on top, steadies herself, locks in a side headlock. Ginny man managed to transition that into a, a head scissors. Uh, then Ginny tries to forearm her in the face, but Mako is having absolutely none of it. Um, she, just the, the look she gave her when she forearmed her in the face, she was like, no, pal, get fucked. Straight back. There we go. <laughs> Satamora then hits a series of really really stiff kicks uh, and then locks in the STF submission Ginny manages to break the hole by making it to the ropes um, she then stays on Satamora mounts some uh, mounts over some uh, forearm strikes uh, looks for the suplex Mako blocks it gets her up on her shoulders Connor then creates a distraction on the apron uh, Mako just walks over and boots him right off uh, Ginny tries to take advantage of the distraction, um, but Maker then hits, uh, I think it was like a Death Valley driver, um, and then follows up with a kick and then follows up with a Scorpio rising uh, for the win. Of course she was going to win that. Yeah, as soon as she came in, it was like, yeah, Maker was winning this. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, it, 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 it even, like, it was weird because um, obviously they could have, they could have had... Um, Isla win it and it would have been interesting because she's like been doing Kaylee Ray dirty work for her but mm. I think that like after Kaylee Ray versus Mako everyone kind of wanted a rematch didn't they like yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, feel, it feels like they're doing what they did with what they've done with um, Tyler Bate Naked where they've done like a trilogy mm -hmm. I feel like and we, we said this before the podcast started um, when we were just chatting like I feel like Mako's taking that belt off Kaylee Ray yeah, and then I do. they're going to have a rematch and and then I, I feel because they've done they've done nothing haven't they where they've had like Mako's like mentor and um, Amelia McKenzie mm -hmm. so yeah. I feel like it's going to be like student versus teacher and Amelia's going to take the belts off Mako eventually yeah yeah that's a good shout it's a good shout uh, after the match Kaylee Ray then comes down gets in the ring uh, bows and shows uh, Mako respect uh, Mako does the same thing but just as Mako's lifting her head up uh, Ray absolutely kicks her in the head uh, and stands tall and just says yeah. I'm forever champion I'm the bestest I'm going to hold this belt forever and that was this week's episode it was good future mayor the victim Kaylee Ray <laughs> an enjoyable episode this week as always yeah. um, the match was really fun um, I don't think anyone really came out of that looking too bad. Maybe Danny Luna came out of that looking the worst. Don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> but I want to care about the subculture. I, I, I like Danny Luna as like a wrestler, but I just I hate subculture. It's just... It's Fucking just hell. Feel... They, they haven't even been about a full week. It just feels <laughs> so forced, doesn't it? It does. Though? No, I agree. It really does. It just feels so like... Oh, look at us. We're so different and edgy. 
That might might just be Mark Andrews, to be fair, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, all in all, uh, another really good episode of NXT UK. Um, what were your highs and lows? Um, my high was Fraser versus Dar. I really enjoyed it. Mm. I, I love, I love the Heritage Cup matches anyway because they just they just feel so different. Yeah. And I, I feel like this one told like a really good story of like Dar underestimating Fraser and then mm-hmm. Fraser like kind of outsmarting him and then Dar having to like rely on Shah Samuels to then pick up the win. Yeah. Um, as I said at the start, I feel like this is like the beginning of a few of the feud, not the end of it. Um, I, or not just like a throwaway match. Rather, I feel like this is gonna lead us into a longer feud with these two. Um, yeah. Possibly with with Ilya being on the um, supernova session next week, maybe maybe it'll be like those two versus Shah and um, Darth. Well, mm. yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, my yeah. low was don't think I don't actually no. Oh yeah, the the only the only thing if I'm nitpicking was what I said about uh, it would have been good to have Kenny Williams meant like talk about the loser leaves town match. Yeah, a bit. Um, but I feel like that that's something they they could have held off on a little bit longer. Um, anyway, yeah. so that's just me nitpicking. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I find it difficult to find like an out and out low. If I'm nitpicking, it will just be the reminder of Gallus and Rampage from last week. Like, didn't really yeah. need to be in it. Like, it didn't take up too much time. It's not like oh, you know, it could have been better spent showing this or that. But just kind of, it's it's. And they don't do it often, thankfully, but it, it sits in that territory of Raw where they need to spoon feed you exactly what happened last week. Like, we know it happened. We know there was an exchange. Like, even if that hadn't been in here and then next week you announce that match on, it wouldn't feel like it came out of nowhere. Like, we know that that was coming. Yeah. We didn't we- need the whole thing kind of shown again. Like, fair enough, show it if the match is going to be on this week and have that as the lead into the match. But we didn't even get the match. So... Just yeah, wholly pointless for me. But as I say, I'm nitpicking. It was 20 seconds out of a 56 minute show. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, my high is specifically within the women's court that match, um, and specifically Isla Dawn and Mako Satamore. Like we said, great chemistry. Um, really, really enjoyed their exchanges. Um, there was a couple of occasions where I thought. Dawn was going to do it and she was going to beat her as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, even in defeat, she came out looking really strong. And I know we say that about a few people kind of certainly on NXT UK where even in defeat, they, you know, they still come out looking good, but Isla Dawn had an excellent showing, like lasted out two matches and went toe to toe with arguably the the best wrestler in the, the UK women's division anyway. Um, so yeah, I love that. Really, really enjoyed it awesome yeah man that's it yeah. that's this it week's was a episode. very good show yeah indeed indeed um do we know what we're getting next week um can't remember if they'd announced anything or not i imagine we're getting rampage and wolfgang and tyler next week is they can oh it might be yeah i think that is next week wolfgang and rampage best be next week yeah i don't want to see that fucking vignette again <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and I imagine I'll do a bit of a bit of building um, towards Mako and Kaylee Ray. Probably announce the match, like when it's happening. Yeah, 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 yes. 
and take over BT Sports Studios. Take over um, behind closed doors BT Sports Studios. Just fucking do it, cowards. It's the, the first ever takeover at BT Sports Studio. They'll remind you of that. Yep. Yeah. Yes, or, seeing as, seeing as we're getting to the point where where we're allowed like limited fans in attendance, just yeah. do, do a fucking takeover that's not an island. Yeah. It's a good shout. Yeah. Do do fucking take over Blackball at three. Yeah. Ooh. Then I can go because it's not that far away. <laughs> Sweet. That wraps things up for this week's episode of NXUK. Uh, yes, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.